Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Namaste, yogis. This is Andrew Seeley here to welcome you to the Yoga Revealed podcast. Have you heard of cyber yoga? A term coined as the practice of movement, yoga, and b-boying by the internationally known movement artist Lamont Tales Good. Today, we go deep into the mind of a creative yoga artist whose b-boying background led him into the deep space of unique exploration in body movement and soulful mind. Some call his movements controversial, and his unique interpretation of body contouring hand-balancing skills a competitive practice that should not be mistaken for yoga. I could say in, in b-boying, it is somewhat spiritual, but it's very competitive. And mm-hmm. I felt like that's not the direction I wanted to go anymore. And I felt like yoga was that. And when I first found yoga, when I really first was inspired by it, uh, the breakdancing and the acrobatics was lacking something. And I felt like yoga brought the spirituality and the clarity and the focus and that bound everything together. Because, yeah, I had a strong physical practice, but it wasn't really spiritual. Mm-hmm. And so yoga brought that aspect into that world for me. Listen close and you make your decision on this insightfully sharp yet vulnerable episode of the Yoga Revealed podcast with cyber yogi Lamont Tales Good. So it brings me great honor and joy to have on the podcast today, the one and only Lamont. And this guy is an absolutely amazing yoga artist and the creator of Cyber Yoga. So I'm stoked to have you on the podcast today. Thank you, brother. I'm excited and I feel honored to be here. And um, thank you for inviting me. Definitely, man. I mean, (laughs) there's, there's no way I would not have you on this podcast. I feel that... Our goal with the Yoga Revealed podcast is to reveal the depth and the dynamic aspect of yoga. Yes. And when it comes to the dynamics and really just bringing yoga into an art form, I feel that you're definitely one of the people to have on the podcast because you're on the forefront of innovation. Thank you, brother. I just I'm here just to do my you know uh, do my job and do my duty. I feel like it's my life's purpose to lead by example and whatever um, the viewers get from, I I hope that inspires them and motivates them. Definitely. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about yourself, um, who you are, what you do for our listeners out there who are more so, you know, just only rooted in the traditional yoga, kind of give us an aspect as to what inspires your practice. Uh, what inspires my practice? So I was born in Ohio, raised in L.A. Um, was always into martial arts and kung fu movies and nice. science fiction films and any film that was like all about like anything next level and progression and taking your body and mind and spirit to another height. So I was always fascinated with those things. So... Um, after high school, I got into breakdancing. I just fell in love with it. I saw it, and I was like, that's what I want to do. So I was really fascinated with what people can do 
with their body and and to like learn some moves and then master them so um i did that for a while and then i got into acrobatics really inspired by that discipline as well and then up until about five six years ago i was doing yoga and so i kind of just put them all together i'm just a fan of any form of practice and training and i feel like you can always learn something new and add it to your practice so i was always just fascinated with just learning new things and kind of like merging things together and creating hybrids so that's that's in a nutshell what i'm definitely so give me an an idea as to how your practice was inspired and what you're currently doing to keep that progression because i feel like your your practice is very advanced and i mean i i don't even really know like how it got to that point but i'm sure we'd love to learn sure um thank you um i would say my a lot of my inspiration came from a fellow yogi or a um old school yogi older guy i say about five six seven years ago i was lacking a lot of flexibility in my breakdancing and acrobatics and i felt like i needed something else to add to my training um i was getting hurt and uh pulling muscles and groins and all that stuff and I came across a yoga magazine, and um, the yogi on the cover was a guy named Richard Freeman. He was an older, yeah, amazing. I was blown away. I was like, wow, this guy is so inspiring. What he can do with his body, I was like, I want to be able to do that with, you know, um, add my own touch to it and, and add breakdancing to it. So I was really inspired by that and him. And so... Um, that's when I started to buy some yoga DVDs and take some yoga classes. And one thing kind of like led to the the next and then this is where I am. So uh, kudos and much props and respect to him because he's the one that inspired my practice. And I feel like in the b-ball world, um, we focus on taking our, our moves and our skill sets to new dimensions and like new heights because it's very competitive. Mm-hmm. So you always have to advance your moves in your practice. So I, I, I take the similar uh, concept and just basically apply that to my yoga practice or what I've, I've created. So it's always updating every day, something new, something fresh, something innovating. So I just feel like it's a, a constant practice of like evolution. It never stops. So Definitely. I come with one concept this way and do it like 30 different ways. And how can I tweak it, you know, this way or that way. So yeah, it's all about um, progression and evolution and wow. no, yeah, no I, limitation. <laughs> definitely. I, I find uh, Richard Freeman to be an amazing teacher as well. Yeah. And we actually are yeah. having him on the podcast quite soon. Really? Yep. Oh my God. I'd love to meet him. Yeah. I'd shake his hand. Yeah. You know that he actually um, taught a few classes here in Santa Monica at Yoga Glow. Really? Yeah, at Yoga Glow. I'll actually, I'll send you, when there's teachers that I really like that are coming through, I'll send you a text. So Please, I'd love to meet him and tell him, you know, he, he basically created Cyber Yoga. Yeah, my my business partner and great friend Alec actually is interviewing him in Colorado because oh, he wow. practices at his yoga shala. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. In I, Colorado I know that, Boulder. Yeah, I, yeah he's, he's out there in Denver, but yeah, wow. I'd love to meet him. He's absolutely amazing. Wow just as beautiful in person as in any video or wow yeah he's that's inspiring i want to meet him the ashtanga practice i mean i feel like that would be really i, I would say almost like the best description of what you do because i feel like your practice is very strong yeah and very much so inversion based yeah. um, i've seen you do you know one-arm handstands in lotus and <laughs> Jump from a one-arm handstand in Lotus to um, what we would call like a Ekahasta Mayarasana, which is like a one-armed peacock pose, yeah. and all kinds of craziness. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, like, thank you. Very much so, um, like high tapas, like lots of fire, lots thank of you. yeah, you yeah, know, heat and yeah, lots of fire. And well, you know, I I typically model my practice after him. You know, he was doing a lot of these crazy inversions, and you know, and and the flexibility and the asanas, I was really inspired by that. So I just wanted to add that to my practice and, you know, putting, you know, the b-boying and, and the acrobatics and really fusing with Richard Freeman's look and aesthetic and style. I just wanted to add that to what I do. And that's what typically created cyber yoga. So you were inspired by Richard Freeman and his practice to create cyber yoga. 
I want to hear a little bit more about your past, how you came about b-boying and how your practice became so disciplined. Okay. Because I can only imagine that you had to practice a long time to be able to get oh to the God. point where you can balance on your head <laughs> with no hands, you know? Like, yeah. how did that happen? Wow. Well, um, I come from somewhat of a broken home, so I didn't really have any strong father figures in my life. So a lot of my inspiration came from watching movies like, you know, Star Wars and watching all these monumental characters and, and um, heroes. So I took that as like my father uh, inspiration and motivation because I didn't really have that in my life. So were you a fan of Jackie Chan or Jackie Chan, Michael Jackson? I mean, Bruce Lee, of course, you know, um, Steven Seagal, Jean-Claude Van Damme, all these amazing like heroes, you know, and in and, and, and my mindset, like those were my heroes and my fathers and, and people that I looked up to. So, like I said, I didn't really have any strong father influences in my life. So, I I, I, I kind of just studied and downloaded, if you will, their information and just adopted it to my practice. And I adopted that to my practice. And so, um, I, I don't know, in, in high school or after, I didn't really have a positive outlet. So, breakdancing was always there for me. So, I just put all my tension, all my heart all my pain, all my uh, frustration into my practice because it was always going to be there. Definitely. And can you tell me a little bit more about um, like growing up high school? Like, what, oh, what, what? Uh, growing up in high school, you know, I was a knucklehead. I had a bunch of friends and a lot of friends I was into gangs and stuff like that. And so I just knew that hanging out with them would get me into a lot of trouble. So um, I just knew to always stay on the focus of, of dance and, 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 and break dance and like being artists. During high school we would um, go to the go to the fields and just flip like like at lunchtime we just everybody line up in the in the, in the grass and you know we just start flipping down the grass and I was like that's when it kinda started. I was like, wow, um, that's when, you know, really realized that I was influenced by watching a lot of martial arts films and everything like that. Just just taking my body to the next level, you know, mm-hmm. whatever I can do, like what's possible. Can I challenge myself? Can I do these moves, you know, that I can emulate from like all these films and movies? Definitely. So I want you to reveal to us the first time that you were introduced to a yoga class, the first time that you stepped inside a yoga studio and truly felt that breath that sense of awareness that you were actually practicing yoga? Well, the first class I actually felt. I don't know. I mean, I can say I've been to a lot of classes, but nothing where I felt the breath until I went to, I would believe it was like Sedona, Arizona. Mm-hmm. I took some classes there. I was there. And that's when I actually felt the integrity and love of yoga. I can say in LA, I didn't feel that. Honestly, mm-hmm. I didn't feel that. And I feel like it's really, from my perspective, it's very Hollywood and very aesthetic. So I didn't feel, I didn't feel that here. I felt that when I went to Sedona, Arizona. Nice. I felt the energy. I actually felt, that's when I felt it. That connection of your breath. The connection, connection of the, the breath movement. and the teacher and really leading by example and, and, and having um, the integrity and the overall essence of love. Like, as a collective, everybody was there showing support and loving, not judging. So that's when I truly say that I can, that that's when I felt that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I still do. I haven't really, haven't really been inspired to take a lot of classes here. Um, I'm sure there are a lot of teachers that are great, but I was really kind of uh, not motivated to take any classes here because of just how I felt. You know, I didn't feel uh, the integrity. I just I felt it was very aesthetic and very Hollywood. So yeah, when you say Hollywood, do you mean very like clicky, very egoist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a term that I came up with. You know, I just call it Hollywood yoga. It's very clicky, <laughs> ego. You know, fashion, trendy, you know, everybody talks about namaste, but their actions and the the way they talk to you and like the way they judge you isn't very namaste. Definitely. And I can say this about a lot of teachers out here or just a lot of places I've been, me being honest about it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 
when you ask me when I connected, I felt that in Sedona, Arizona, there were some people out there that I really resonated with and actually felt the love that I was like, wow, this is this is like the essence. This is the integrity. Yeah. You know, not so much on IG as well. You know, everybody preaches. But like I said, you know, action speaks louder than words. So um, there are some yogis that really um, that I really uh, respect and admire. Like, you know, we're talking about Gypsy Goddess. Mm-hmm. Her, you know, her, her you know, I, I she backed me up online and 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 I saw her speak uh, a couple of days ago and just how she carried herself. Yeah. I feel like she's just real and, and genuine. And you don't really see that, uh, at least from like my perspective, I don't I don't see that in the IG community or in L.A. You know, maybe maybe I haven't met those people yet, but uh, just from where I'm coming from. Well, we gotta hang out more often. We yeah, bro. Pancake breakfast. I'll, yeah, I'll man, we gotta do you. it. Oh my god, pancake breakfast. Right <laughs> gotta do it. Gotta do it. Yeah, I was over at Caitlin's house the other day, and um, it's just so apparent that she really gets it in the sense of the compassion, like compassion. really finding compassion for everyone that you deal with. And I feel that um, a lot of yoga teachers, especially, may be intimidated by you, and with that intimidation comes that sense of egoism and yeah, that's uh, terrible man and it it really it really brings a disconnect to the community yeah and i have seen it and have heard it and have you know yeah, witnessed it on instagram yeah, many that's a how times I feel. of yeah people just putting stuff out there that's not positive yeah. towards you and um i feel that it was like a kind of like my my duty in a sense to reveal to our audience the the beauty of your practice and what you truly stand for because i feel that your idea of innovation is something that has been and will always be a part of yoga yes because yoga is an evolutionary practice of self-discovery yeah exactly it was yeah exactly you know like when i when i first found yoga when i really first was inspired by it you know i needed uh, the breakdancing and the acrobatics was lacking something. And I felt like yoga brought the spirituality and the clarity and the focus and just going within. Uh, that's where that came in. I was like, wow, this is a whole nother element. But it's something that, I, I don't know, I just feel like that bound everything together. Because, yeah, I had a strong physical practice, but it wasn't really spiritual. Mm-hmm. And so yoga brought that aspect into that world for me so tell me about um your spiritual practice do you practice like a meditation or do you do any type of um say like a vipassanas or like silent type movement or is it um i would say that my form of meditation are are my inversions and my handstands but i could say that i was always a spiritual person uh person First and foremost, as a kid, I would just felt like connected to to nature and animals and being kind to people and and being respectful and and loving earth and and just really just just being more grounded, you know. Um, I just felt that yoga actually like enhanced that. Yoga, um, yoga enhanced your spiritual yeah. spirituality. In yes, a sense? yes. Yoga enhanced my spirituality. You know, there there's sometimes then. I would take a class and I'm going through all the asanas and the poses and I start bawling. I start crying out of nowhere. Yeah. I, it just, I, you know, I have so much built, built in. I don't know whatever it is, but something is there. It's been dormant. And usually when I take a class that, that, that really hits me, I start bawling and, and I can't even control it. Like I don't, I don't, I don't want to, but it just comes out and I'm like, wow. And that's when I know that I'm in a real yoga class because something hits me within mm-hmm. you know it allows you to open allows me to open mm-hmm. and i haven't really experienced that with some teachers but there's a couple where i was like wow i was like there was something underlying and dormant and start bawling and coming out yeah i've had definitely some classes with um teachers like sean corn and like noah maze and teachers who really have this um kind of like a masterful approach mm-hmm. in the way that they present yoga, not just as a practice of the asana, but also a practice of the, the sadhana and a practice of spiritual awareness. Yeah. And um, almost to the sense of like bringing you into a spiritual place. Yeah. 
um, where your practice on your mat is a sense of becoming spirit. Yeah. And uh, becoming a more clear vessel in a sense. Yeah. And I've definitely let so go of some tears on my mat too. So yeah, yeah, I man, feel it's you powerful, there. bro. It's really, it's, it's really powerful. Like you realize, like wow, it's it's really there's some deep things. I mean, I could say in in b-boying, it is somewhat spiritual, but it's very competitive. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that's not the direction I wanted to go anymore. And I felt like yoga was that and. Yeah, so when I took those classes and I started balling, I was like, I was tripping. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? And that's when I realized that there's, it's yeah. the truth, man. It's the truth. I've had a teacher who told me that the body is just a physical manifestation of the mind. <sighs> and the things that we hide in our mind and that we allow to kind of go to the back of our head or we try and forget mm-hmm. are the things that we're able to let go when we get into those poses that are difficult or those poses that really help our body release that tension exactly because the tension is just a manifestation yeah from the mind exactly um, so i i can definitely resonate with that um i agree with what you were saying about um you know b-boying being very competitive because i i really was into um I don't know. Back in the day, I watched like you know, you just got served and all. Those I was kind in of that things. movie. Oh, you were in that movie, bro. I'm on the movie poster. Oh my goodness! I'm the guy sliding on the head in the in the movie. That's me. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I didn't even notice that, bro. I'm on the movie poster doing that pose, and then I'm the guy <laughs> in the in the in the movie doing the head slide and the head spins. That's yeah, me. I remember that. <laughs> That's crazy. That's wild. That's crazy. So I watched that movie and I was super inspired. I yeah. literally remember taking out uh, a big old cardboard box and putting it on my parents living room floor and just going at it and like trying to head spin and you know i was i was athletic yeah um but i didn't really have a teacher yeah so i wanted to talk to you more about um who were some of your teachers who are some of the people that inspired you to really transform your practice mentally physically and spiritually wow I would say um, physical teachers in the flesh. There was a couple of b-boys out there. I know it's not really relevant, but like um, a couple of b-boys and breakdancers from like Rock City Crew. Um, so those are like, you know well-known dancers. Like I would say Easy Rock and Asia One. There were Ken Swift. I, I know you wouldn't know these people, but uh, they influence my breakdance practice. And as far as um, the acrobatics goes, I was really inspired by Cirque du Soleil. I was really fascinated that people can balance their body on one arm or take their uh, physical practice to like an elite level. So I was really inspired by that discipline. Mm-hmm. When did you actually bring that discipline into your lifestyle? When were you like, I'm going to practice one-arm handstands to the point where I'm going to get it? Or did you have a teacher who helped you? Or was it just like, uh, well, I want to do this? Okay. Everything kind of like was in alignment, synchronicity. Um, I saw one Cirque du Soleil show and I was blown away about it. And I was like, you know what? I really want to focus on learning how to balance on one arm. So I started training by myself and I was researching and trying to take classes. But... During that time, I had a girlfriend that was from Prague and Czech Republic, so I would go back and forth, you know, to see her. And she was dancing with a, she was dancing with a, a dance company, and so happened to be there was a coach from Cirque du Soleil. Hmm. And the coach saw me working on one-arm handstands, and she was like, oh, I can help you with your form. And I was just like, Phew. I'm like, who are you? Like, <laughs> and she was like, oh, well, I'm with Cirque du Soleil. And I was like, oh, my God oh my god really please please teach me I just instantly <laughs> instantly became humbled and you know became a student and she schooled me and I took a couple concepts and I just ran away with it and I was like I was blown away and so within a couple months I saw dramatic you know results in my practice and I started getting better and I was like well let me find my own way of doing it you know like how can I do it but but with my essence you know with my touch and so that's where like I said my default like the way we train is that we always want to come with new ideas and like concepts like 24 7 if we have one move we focus on coming into the move and out of it 30 different ways wow 
So that's just where our minds are. Like we can take one move and do it 30 different ways. And that's just the move itself. But like I said, coming into it, coming out of it, how do you, how do you deliver? And then, and then how do you advance that move to another level to set up a whole new world of other ideas and possibilities? So my mind is always ever expanding about thinking about how can we just take it and flip it to the next level? And this is with any move. It could be an air baby or a myrasana or bakasana, whatever. How many different ways can I do these moves? Head balance, you know, hand balance, transitions, isolations and folds. Like there's so many different ways. Like there's no limit to what's possible. So this is where my mindset is. Wow. And that's the, the true synopsis, I would say, of the cyber yoga. Yeah. Um, give me a little bit more about what cyber yoga is to you oh, and this. what you want it to become to the world. Okay. Well, let me break it down to what cyber yoga is. Cyber yoga is an acronym, has dual meaning. It's, uh, so the, the I'm sorry, <laughs> the acronym is Calisthenics Yoga Breaking Equilibre Revolution. That's cyber. And then yoga is what binds it all together. That's the foundation of base. So it's cyber yoga. So I feel like we are physical biomechanical spiritual machines and so we're in the modern and new age so everything is about now and you know technology so i just feel like it's a practice that's always going to be evolved and it's relevant and it's new age and i feel like this is just this is just what i want to bring to the periodic table of the yoga world like i want to bring my touch and my essence into it and i feel like it's in advanced uh spiritual and physical practice you know i still wanted to evolve and i want to share it with the world you know sure that you know i i just you know i'm just happy to be a part of the collective and that if i can add it to the periodic table of yoga that's my that's my number one inspiration and goal to be like you know there's ashtanga there's hatha vinyasa and then there's cyber yoga Mm. that's my vision that's my dream and i feel like i want to contribute to humanity with what i created through my troubles and my my hardships you know and you know um out of hardships and and drama and 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 pain can um create something positive totally yeah we yeah. think of like the lotus flower, you know? Yeah, blossoms. Like blossoms from the mud. Yeah, and exactly. Well said, beautiful. Yeah, it's exactly, the, same, the same idea of, you know, bringing something beautiful into the world through your, your yeah, struggle, man. through yeah. your, your sadhana, through your dedication. Dedication, man, no matter what. And this is why I say, like, no matter what happens, my practice is always going to be there, you know? Like, it's not going to hit me like my dad did or never abuse me or, or you know, tell me, you know, um, abuse drugs. No, it's like I always just go there because that's always going to be there for me. It's never going to leave me. It's never going to talk down to me. It's never going to hit me. It's always going to be there no matter what. So I'm married to that. That's beautiful. It's well said. So with with cyber yoga, um, you said calisthenics is the, the first limb. Can you kind of give us like just break down each letter? So the calisthenics is more of like strength and discipline, just working your muscles and how to be in control of your body. And there's no weights or anything, right? No weights, no weights at all. I don't, I don't believe in conventional machines. I feel like we can do anything with our own body. We don't have to, don't have to market any kind of product or anything. Or, I mean, it's you know, uh, no, no, no um, judgment on that part. But I just feel like if I'm in a room by myself, then I can train. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't need any weights or any kind of equipment. I have my body and my mind, you know. Yeah. Be creative. Yeah. Exactly. That's it, man. And and this is why we're here. You know, we're here to procreate, inspire, evolve, and pass it along, and just keep keep that keep that state of um, you know, uh, progression. So yeah. So uh, the calisthenics is really you know it, it's it's a form of discipline and strength and control using your body. So it's calisthenics and then yoga. Of course, yoga is is, is the base and by and the spirituality and the yoke and a union. Breaking, that's the B. Uh, breaking, um, B-boy breaking, you know, just that element, that world. And then uh, equilibri means balance in uh, Latin or, I'm not, not too sure, but um, equilibri is, is, is the study in the form of balance. So balancing, 
hand balancing, crocs, staffs, whatever, the, the form of balance. And then R is revolution, because I'm all about revolution and revolutionize everything I do. And I, I'm really inspired by revolutionaries like Tupac or John Lennon or, you know, uh, Che Guevara, all these, all these, you know, powerful people brought change. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what I wanted to include into cyber. And then, you know, yoga is, is the end, which is the most important part, which, which is like my number one foundational yoga it just binds it all together so it's cyber yoga it's beautiful thank you <laughs> so right now you're doing a yoga teacher training right yes awesome and what are you learning that wasn't relevant or sorry <laughs> rephrase question what are you learning now that you didn't know about yoga before well i'm learning that that the handstands and the flexibility wasn't even a part of yoga up until a certain time. Like it wasn't even about the handstands and the flexibility. Like that was the more entertainment acrobatic side because the yoga, the yogis had to make, uh, they had to make a living. So they had to adopt these other aspects to make a living to showcase and like perform for whoever it was that the Kings or Queens at that time. Um, so just learning about all those different things and learning about like how yoga was was meant to evolve like you know you know it can so i'm really surprised when somebody judges what i'm doing and they're saying well that's not yoga i'm like well yoga is is meant to evolve you mm-hmm. know and this yoga is, is union it's yeah, inclusive it's, it's union you know and there should be no judgment so when i'm being judged by other yogis i'm like i'm really confused i'm like well what i'm studying there should be no judgment you know mm-hmm. there's 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 so many different forms of yoga. I mean, there was a Bikram. Bikram is around, and there's a Shanga. There's so many different disciplines. You know, there's Dhammamitra. There's so many that were adopted and created. So I'm like, well, if I'm creating something new, why is it a problem? Mm-hmm. But I'm sure that they went through the same thing I'm when sure they were they went creating the same theirs. Thing too. Yeah, I'm sure and they went through the same thing. And and this is what bothers me. That really kind of confuses me because yoga should not be about judgment. It should be about union, unity, love. Mm-hmm. You know, not judging others and, and, and accepting. So I see a lot of non-integrity in a lot of yogis. I see a lot of that. And, 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 and you know, nobody wants to talk about that. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody wants to be, you know, Master Yoda in the classroom. But, <laughs> you, know, you know, I believe in simple action speaks more. You know, lead by example. Definitely. If you can be a yogi, lead by it. Show me your actions. Mm-hmm. You know, don't write on Facebook, oh, I hate when guys do handstands, that's not yoga. Like, who are you to judge their practice? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe somebody doing handstands, maybe maybe that's their form of, like, meditation. Who are you to judge that person for what that mm-hmm. that is? You know, everybody has different forms, different uh, perspectives, comes from different backgrounds. So your meditation is going to be different from mine. There is no right or wrong way. It's about just accepting that everybody has their own version. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah, there's. they say that there's many paths to enlightenment. <sighs> many paths, bro. Many. So there is no right or wrong way. So I don't know. I just, you know, I see a lot of teachers and I, I just don't see a lot of integrity. And, and this is what kind of like pulls me away sometimes. But no matter what, I have to lead by example. Definitely. Yeah. What would you say are three main tips that you would give to, um, this could be the B-boy or it could be the beginner yoga, someone who has never really gone into a classroom and practiced, um, but has felt that type of judgment. Um, what would you give them as three tools to help them persevere and move on with their practice and be motivated to actually have a daily practice that could be different. Well, I say number one for me is just always be a student in life. So always be able to learn and to be able to learn and to keep yourself open. Like you're always willing to learn. So number I would say one, you're very being humble. Yeah, you're very humble too. Yeah, That's yeah. Like, being, being, yeah, being humble about everything, like, you always have to have a humble beginning. And then even after, like, you have to remain humble. Always, always remain humble. I mean, this is why, like, I feel like I'm always going to 
be better than myself because I'm like, you know, what? I'm never satisfied. So like, I really have to humble myself and say, you know, what, Lamont, this is where you are. This is where you're going. But you know what? Like, you're never going to be the best and like nobody's ever going to be the best. So it's always just best to be humble about everything you do. So number one, I would say um, always, always, always remain a student. Number two, being humble. And three is this, you know, uh, believe in yourself, you know. Believe in yourself. Nobody's going to believe in yourself like you can. You know, no matter what you're going through in life, you have to always believe in yourself that you're here for a purpose and everybody is special in their own way. Whether you're whether whether you're a good or bad person, you're there to be an example. Mm-hmm. You know, life life is life is like this. It, it's it's an amazing, uh, intricate matrix, you know, and everybody has their own purpose here on this planet. It's a matrix. Everybody has a purpose, whether you're a bad guy. You're, you know what that's your purpose and you know and maybe like 10 lifetimes after that you'll be a good person so everything is intricately woven together and just just know your duty and um i just i just know that you know for me i didn't really have a lot of people believing me and what i did even with cyber yoga so no matter what i i just still focus on like believing in myself and my vision and that law of attraction is going to manifest into reality. So you really have to be focused and believe in yourself with anything you do, no matter what. Definitely. That's very well said. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you, man. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, I feel like for our listeners of the yoga revealed podcast, it would be beautiful for you to give them an idea as to how to build that brand and how to feel confident about, moving forward and sharing the information that you've discovered because I feel like there's some innovators out there. Yeah, and, there's a lot. And there's a lot of people that are afraid or they just don't know how yeah. to actually begin to bring out that information and share it and kind of just, you know, maybe yeah. give an outline as to what you've done. Uh, I believe mine is very simple. I just feel like the universe or God, whatever the creator is, is using me to lead by example. So I feel like Ideas just come to me out of nowhere. And, and and I feel like and I know that it's here to be an example for somebody. It's information. Whether it's visual or physical, you're seeing me do something and people can decode that in different ways. So if I'm doing something, doing a, a pose, it's like, oh, wow, it's different. It's making you think, oh, wow, well, this is what's possible if you really put yourself out there or think outside of the box. So just my overall action I feel like I hope that inspires you and um, just my action like that just shows you like oh wow if this is possible what else is possible and that takes with me just really like believing in myself and being confident and something is coming through me to to share being confident and like knowing okay Lamont this is your purpose like you have to do this for a bigger benefit you know with comes, you know, great power comes great, you know, a responsibility. So I know that. I know that something is coming through me and I'm like, Lamont, you have to put this out. So I do it. So I really have to believe in myself and not worry about, oh, well, you shouldn't do that or that's too silly or, or the yogis are not going to like that. I'm just like, you know what? I'm here to deliver and, and I'm, I feel like I'm here to do my duty. This mm-hmm. is why I'm here. I'm yeah. here to inspire. And whatever that entails, you know, whatever... You see that because, you know, somebody could see like, oh, he's he's showing off or 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 like he's showboating. But there's people that are like, they're like, oh, my God, it's 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 math or, you know, it's science or it's inspiration, you know. So I think people have their own frame of minds. And, you know, I just hope it connects to people that are really uh, inspired by it, you know. So, you know, with. With that said, like, no matter what, you have to believe in yourself and just keep pushing and just not care what other people think. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm here for me to, to you know, uh, to inspire. So I'm not going to let somebody's judgment stop me from doing what I have to do. <laughs> you know, I don't care about people judging me. I really don't care. It's so. the best way. Yeah, yeah, man. Keep keep your mind on yourself. Bro, and... it's it's insane. I have people from my own crew, like, you know, like like my old friends from my B-Boy crew. 
they don't show support. They know, oh my God, they're like, oh, so what, you're not a b-boy anymore? Like, you're more of a yogi now? I'm like, yo, like, you know, I'm still a b-boy, but this is, this is my path now. See, but I don't, I don't let that affect me. Like, mm-hmm. no matter what, I know that this is for a higher purpose for everybody. And so I have people from all over the world writing me, oh my God, you're inspiring and thank you. And, and this is, and, and this makes me feel grateful that, like, I'm onto something and doing my duty when I actually genuinely like inspire people that's beautiful yeah that's good that you're leading by example and actually you know going out on a limb to to be yourself face judgment whatever it is man because i'm constantly (laughs) judged i always get weird comments and people writing me and you know it's fine you know i understand that comes you know with the with the territory but i have have a tough hide so Mm -hmm. and i've been through that and like many worse things i just know that this is for a bigger benefit for, you know, for, for like humanity to inspire them and to think outside of the box, you know, you know, we've been like conditioned and brainwashed by, you know, society and the system. And I feel like I don't, I don't really compute that, you know, I'm going to break that mode. I'm going to break out and show you that this is, this is, this is my touch and you can do it as well. Whether you're an artist or painter, just focus on your passion and you can be on the same level or, or, or if, if not even better, if you if you just focus on yourself. So I feel like I am the byproduct and the example of just hard work and dedication. And I hope that you can see that and be inspired by that. That's awesome. I wanted to help reveal some of the key components to adopting a disciplined practice because I see you do what you do. And I know even from talking to you a few times on the green or wherever we just happen to be. And you know, you're like, how's your handstand going? How's your one arm going? And like, you sit there and you watch me do it and you're like, ah, now do this, do this. And I know that if I become more disciplined, I can get it. Yeah. But what would you say are those main components to actually developing the mindset that makes you get up in the morning and practice or, how does that happen for okay. you? Okay, well, I would say that, yeah, if I had all the disciplines and the trainings, but I was doing a lot of street shows in Venice Beach and Santa Monica, and there were uh, these guys from St. Kent's. Uh, they're called the, the Calypso Tumblers. The Tumblers, the yeah. Tumblers. Yeah, Raymond. Raymond, yeah. Alex, Sugar Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had met him, and I started doing shows with him, and he's the one that really, 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 like, he... I mean, I could say he he's like my father figure for sure because he trained me to be like a soldier. He says that no matter what, we're doing shows, it's about making money at the end of the day. So you have to be on top of your skills. You have to be a soldier. You have to train. You have to train 24-7. You can't go out there and not have your moves on point. Like you can't go out there and be half-assed or, or look like you're not strong or struggling. So he was like our coach. He was like, like you have to be on top of your skills. You have to mm-hmm. be super on point he was like lamont you're good at hand balancing and and breaking and and head spins and all this so so you know what you have to master yourself no matter what happens you have to master yourself that means training in cold or you know doing push-ups or whatever it is when you're tired you don't want to like you have to push past your limit because the mind controls the body and so he always instilled that within us he was like you have to train hard to be a soldier you have to be a soldier in your own right Mm. this is your specialty you have to work on that and so mine was hand balancing i'm like okay well you know if i'm doing everything on concrete i have to be on point to the point where if i fall down i'm not gonna hurt myself because i'm strong is i'm strong you're stronger than the concrete i'm stronger than the concrete like nothing's gonna fade me and we're doing everything on concrete so that just makes you strong like mentally and physically strong it's like okay i can't I can't mess up. I can't fuck up. I can't fall. I can't. I can't hurt myself. You know, I have to make my money and I have to, all these things. So, good or bad, whatever it is, I always take the good from any situation, even if it's bad. Yeah, he was hard. He was hard, very strong, disciplined. But I took that. I took that concept and I put it to my practice with everything I do. I'm almost like a perfectionist. Like. You have to master your moves, master yourself. Nobody's gonna push you like you're gonna push yourself. Hard work pays off. And so I just I I really focus on just adopting that into my practice. So so every time I see somebody that can do something and they want and they're almost there, I'm like, you have to push. You have to really want it for yourself. Not for me, but want it for yourself because you have to believe in yourself and, and know that 
anything is possible if you put your mind to it. Mm-hmm. Anything is possible. Anything. I mean, somebody created an iPhone. <laughs> somebody thought about the, you know, somebody about, you know, someone thought about the concept and idea, and now, now it's it's manifested into reality. So you really have to put your mind to it. What, like anything you want, you can do, and the system doesn't teach us that it teaches us how to be workers and to be enslaved and to think on a certain frequency and a mindset and limitation and it's like no we're not here for that reason so we really have to we really have to think outside of the box and really unplug ourselves from the matrix concept and 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 the program thinking mindsets we have to unplug and deprogram those programs Mm. you know so whether it is you know we're a handstand or an air flare or an air baby, you anybody has the physical capability to do it if they really put their mind to it. That's awesome. Yeah. That that brings us to what I feel to be one of the biggest questions of this whole interview, and it is what is your definition of yoga? My definition of yoga is union and bond, peace, love. Um, union yoga grounded you being just just being unified with your mind body and soul and with everybody around you um i would say that's my that's my take on it definitely but but what really gets me is just the union and that could union means union of everything Union of everything, your mind, body, your spirit, the people around you, the environment, being conscious, being mindful. Union is, it could be, it could be unlimited ways to look at that, but that one word, I feel that's what, that's what really, I feel that, that defines union. Uh, Yoga, it's just the union. And that's everything. That could be a billion different things, but union means that to me. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. The togetherness of it all. Togetherness, everything, space, time, whatever it is, every practicing, you know, being peaceful, loving, non-judgment, all those things, like everything collective, union. That's awesome. Yeah. So with that being said, how do you feel that your yoga will evolve? I really wanted to evolve into... I plan on it just evolving into a super advanced spiritual practice. Because sooner or later, I won't be able to do all the physical things I'm doing. But just the concept, the concept, the name, I want that to live thousands of years past me, behind me. I want people to be like, oh my God, that's some Sav Yoga. Mm-hmm. Like, that's some Sav Yoga shit. Or that's, <laughs> that name is Sav Yoga. That stands for something. Mm-hmm. It's like cyber yoga. Oh my God, it's cyber and then yoga, because it's the modern, it's the new ages now with yoga. So it's always meant. So it's timeless. It's gonna be timeless. That means it can always evolve. You can always adopt something new. So mm-hmm. it's it's a name. It's a it's it's a concept. A complete evolution. Evolution. Yeah. A complete evolution. It's it's never gonna stop. And so when I'm gone, when I pass, I want it's gonna keep going. It's gonna keep evolving. And this is where we're here. We're here to evolve. Definitely. You know, we're we're not here to pay mortgage and pay for fucking parking tickets. I'm sorry, it's gonna be French, but you know, buy, you know, kombucha or bis, you know, or, or, or just, you know, be on Instagram all day or, or talk about this or like hate on something. No, we're we're here to evolve as a collective. We're here to evolve, you know. We, you know, we come from millions of lifetimes, and we're here, incarnated for now, and we're here for a short period of time. And I feel like we have to learn our lessons and then move on to the next. Whether we evolve into an ant or amoeba or to a solar system or to a planet or to a god itself, we're always here to evolve. And so I just feel like we have to be in a constant state of that. And, and and so like I feel that cyber yoga is that it's always going to evolve it's never going to be stagnant hmm. yeah I really like that thank I you. really like that and I appreciate you sharing that with the yoga revealed thanks listeners. for having me man thank you thank you so much it's definitely an honor and, 
And I wanted to hear, where can our listeners find you? Where can the people who are inspired by you find you? And what should they be looking out for in the future? Wow. Okay, where they can find me, you can find me on my social media handles. Um, cyberyoga.la is my website. <clears throat> uh, Instagram, my Instagram is underscore cyberyoga underscore. I have a Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash cyberyoga1 course on twitter underscore cyberyoga underscore um to be looking forward to i'll be putting out some ebooks and a lot of online material how to tutorials um i like to and uh, performances plan on working on a cyberyoga certification course in the future that's in that's in line that's in practice and um yeah just i would say just stay tuned and for all that that uh support and love what I'm doing thank you so much and it's for you guys you guys inspire me to push harder and thank you Andrew for having me on and definitely it's an honor and blessing and namaste namaste <laughs> thank you for tuning into this episode of the Yoga Revealed podcast you can learn more about Lamont Tales Good at cyberyoga.la catch daily inspiration from Lamont at cyberyoga on Instagram and you must take a look at this sneak peek preview at his newest collaboration with movement legend Rubberlegs at Acrobreak. That's A-C-R-O break on Instagram. Namaste yogis. Have a beautiful day. Keep it real. Live light. Shine bright. Follow your passion and continue on your path. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.